0: Today is a special day. It's a day where those who have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ celebrate the fact of his resurrection. The fact that we recognize that he was born. and He was born in order to die for our sins. And today we recognize the fact that he has accomplished something that nobody else could ever do. Today we are grateful Today I'm going to do quite a bit of reading so that you have the context in regards to this message. So I'm going to read from the book of Matthew, portion of 27 and 32. But I'm giving an extended reading today so that we can understand the importance of what has transpired. So that you know that there has been a great miracle that has happened and it is not make believe, <laughs> not make believe. It occurred, it has been recorded in history, so we don't, we don't worship the air, we worship a living God, the one who created this world and gave us life. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him, it doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is say yes to his will, accept the fact of what he's done. He's worthy to be praised. Juanita, are you still there on the phone? Yes, she's here. So, Juanita can't come to church. And so, we want to just say hi to her. (laughs) She's... All right. She, thank you, Anita. So every Sunday she calls in and she's longing to get back, but have some things that she's having to take care of with family. But she calls in every Sunday. Visitors, I want you to know that you are welcome. Visitors, visitors. Uh. Yes, I, I, I'm a visitor, too. I'm a visitor. I'm a visitor. <laughs> Would you stand with me, please? We're going to jump right into the word. Our Heavenly Father, we're grateful to you for your loving kindness and for the goodness of the Savior. We pray today that you will give ears to hear the word of God. Pray that your word will um, course through me, that you will allow me to speak your word, and that your name will be honored and glorified. Thank you for the musicians, Pastor James, who comes from the East Bay and often has to go to his service right after. We thank you for his gifting, Pastor Ronnie, Brother Jerry, Mark. Lord, we lift them up. All the singers, those that joined today, thank you. Those that are still coming, we're grateful. And then for people that just showed up, we're grateful to you, Lord. We don't take people's presence for granted. Lord, we want to value their time. So today we pray that you will be with us. Now give us a heart to be able to be receptive to the Word of God. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated. I'm going to read Matthew 27, beginning in verse 62, right through 28, 15, 28, 1 through 15. You should be able to follow on the board, and I think they have the ESV. That's the version I normally use. And if you're writing the scriptures down again, Matthew 27, beginning in verse 62, right through 28, down through the 15th verse. Make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning in his, clo- in his clothing, white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him, so I have told you. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ear, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. The title that I've given this message is, Death Tried to Keep Jesus, But Could Not. Death Tried to Keep Jesus, But Could Not. The stories about Jesus and what kind of man he was, and was he a great prophet? Was he greater than all the people that he has been compared to? Are good questions to ponder and discuss. However, there are other questions that need to be answered about Jesus. Has anyone been able to find his body that was buried in the grave where the Roman soldiers guarded? Have they come up with the body? Has any great leader or prophet rose from the dead and shown him or herself to others and remains alive today? Anyone? Call out a name. Pick a name. What is it about This Jesus, that death itself, had to back up and let him go. The world is fascinated with trying to say that Jesus was only another prophet. That he was a deceiver. That is just like anyone else. He's no better, no different. Just he was a good person. (laughs) But people fail to realize that everything prophesied about him. From Genesis to Isaiah, who prophesied 700 years before he even came here, right down to the very date or the time that he was to come, through the lineage, all had been fulfilled. Do you know how hard it is to get one prophecy right? But to get them all right, what he said would happen, happened and took place. Point number one, the posting of the guards to keep a dead man dead. The posting of the guard to keep a dead man dead. I don't like graveyards. Some of y'all might like them. I don't. There's just something about them. When we were kids, they said there was a graveyard at the top of the hill. You start walking through you start hearing stuff, seeing stuff. You ever, you ever ever been through a graveyard? You start seeing, what was that? <laughs> My dad told a story once when he was in South Carolina. They always talked about spooks. <laughs> he's walking down the street nighttime, and he's walking down the road, and he stops because he sees something in the distance, and he's too scared to keep walking forward. And all types of stuff start going through his mind. So he stood there a long time, noticed it wasn't moving, and so he decided to keep on walking after a long period of time and come to find out it was only a branch, <laughs> But he was sure it was something else. (laughs) The guards were posted because the religious leaders, the chief priests, and the elders had gone to Pilate and said, We remember that that deceiver said that in three days he was going to rise from the dead. And so that his disciples don't come and steal the body, we want you to post some guards to prevent that from happening. Now, 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 just understand this. The disciples who were initially with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was praying, and when the mob came to arrest Jesus, the Lord had already said, all of you are going to desert me. And it was Peter who earlier said, not me, Lord. I'm willing to die for you. I'm not going to desert you. you, you i got your back, Jesus. It's me, Peter, your boy. I mean your disciple. (coughs) The main one that stood right by you. I'm going to be right there. The Lord said, Peter, are you going to die for me? (laughs) Before the rooster crows three times, you're going to deny me. Before the rooster crows, rather, you're going to deny me three times. (laughs) No, 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 Jesus. You got the wrong Peter. (laughs) I'm Simon Peter. The one that's going to be right there. Well, when the mob came, Peter showed courage. He took out his blade. It wasn't something it was a sword. No, it was a dagger and cut off the high priest's servant's ear. And the Lord said, Peter, put your sword away. And right there he healed the man's ear. Now, I told you before, you go back in earlier and read that. That would have been it for me. I would have been saying, I'm done. That man just put his ear back on. I, I am done. Y'all can arrest him if you want. I'm out of here. But some of those knuckleheads, or some of those people, I mean, went on and still arrested him. And there goes Peter, along with John, in the courtyard. And while it was cold that night, they were warming their hands and standing out there. There was a young girl who said, aren't you one of his disciples? Peter, looked around. Me? No, no. I ain't one of his disciples few minutes later, if not the same girl, another person says, yeah, you're one of his disciples. Your action gives gives you away. No, I am not his disciple. I don't even know the man. A little bit later, a person says, didn't I see you in the garden? In fact, aren't you the one that cut off that man's ear? Peter goes, I don't know him. I ain't the one. And there was... The sound of a rooster. Now get this. When the rooster crowed, Jesus was at a place where he could see Peter and they connected eyes. And Peter remembered what Jesus said. Peter's heart sank right when Jesus needed him, when he should have been praying the first time he was asleep. And now he's denied him three times. Jesus did not have his disciples around when he died, except there's John, his disciple, who was at the cross with his mother. Now, get this. I'm just setting the stage as I go by here. The Roman soldiers were known for crucifixion. Now, they didn't invent it, but they did create very inventive ways to make sure that a person suffered. When a person was crucified, it could last days. It is a very brutal way to die. And this is the way that Jesus died. He died between two thieves, one on either side. The thieves that were on the side of Jesus began to ridicule him when he was on the cross. But one of the robbers, the insurrectionists, had a change of heart and said to the other thief, Don't you realize we are under the same condemnation as this man? And he's done nothing wrong. He said, but you know you and I did something wrong. He probably even said, because you know we were even together before. When we were running our chaos. And then he turns to Jesus and says, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, remember me. And the Lord said, this day you will be with me in paradise. Now that's a very interesting thing to say while Jesus is hanging on the cross. He said, you're going to be with me in paradise. So here Jesus is on the cross, two thieves, It normally it would take days for a person to die. I won't go through all the details and the gore because of some of the youngsters that are here, but it was a very brutal way. But the Roman executioners, they knew about death and they knew how to bring about the death of an individual. And they knew when a person died because when a person died, they had to say or give the indication, this person has expired. Good Friday, Jesus died. He's taken off of the cross, and there is a person by the name of Joseph, and he comes from a place called Arimathea. He comes and asks Pilate for the body. And Pilate is very surprised that he's already dead. He said, Is he dead already? And so Pilate gives him the body. Now, Joseph was a wealthy man. He took Jesus, and he was joined by the person, by the name of a person called Nicodemus. Nicodemus is the one you'll find in John chapter 3, who came to Jesus at nighttime and said to Jesus, We know you are a great teacher. And the Lord says, Nicodemus, don't marvel at that. And he went on to say some things, but Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. And Nicodemus says, Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. How can a man enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? He says, Are you a teacher and don't understand these things? Then he spoke about being born again of water and spirit. It was this Nicodemus who was a religious leader, a Pharisee, who joined with Joseph of Arimathea. Now, Nicodemus was taking a chance because that meant that his group, the Pharisees, the religious leader, would be upset, but he didn't care. He joined Joseph of Arimathea and prepared his body for burial. Joseph of Arimathea had a sepulcher, a tomb, cut into the rock most of the soap occurs, you could stoop down and walk in. And to have one of these meant that you were very, very wealthy because many of the people that were poor were not buried. There was, oftentimes, they would be burned outside the city of Jerusalem in a, in, a, in a heap, or there was a place that they would be taken. Or, if you had money, you'd be buried in the city, if not outside. But Joseph of Arimathea put Jesus in his own tomb. Now, the religious leaders, from what we read, remembered that Jesus said, I'm going to rise on the third day where we had picked up this story. Now, to move this along, the religious leaders show more courage. They show more faith in what Jesus said than even his disciples because they said, Pilate, we want you to post a guard to keep his disciples from coming and stealing his body. Now, get this. Who are they going to come and take? How are they going to face up with a Roman army who's been trained to fight? They said, we're going to go and steal Jesus' body. They were hiding. But the religious leaders went to Pilate, and Pilate gave them permission, and they posted a guard. The resurrection of Jesus has been verified in history. It has been proven beyond a shadow of doubt. There are people throughout the world today worshiping today. Honoring Jesus, but there are many who don't. But get this. The religious leaders, in asking Pilate to post a guard, were granted this. When a Roman soldier was on duty, they had to remain alert and awake. Because whatever the penalty was for the person they were guarding, if there was an escape, they had to suffer that consequence. Meaning that if a person was, if their sentence was death, and they got away, they had to pay the price of death. If it was going to be a flogging, they would be flogged. Now, how you lose the dead man, I don't know what well, I do, but they did. not The religious leaders asked Pilate, and he grants it. There are two things I want you to note. Not only were the guards posted, but there was the seal that was placed on the rock. The seal was the royal stamp that says this cannot be changed. It was a seal to say that I have put my stamp here which was very important because you could face still imprisonment or a major judgment or consequence if you violated even the seal. We have this matter here of Jesus in the tomb and the guards now posted. The guards are posted to guard a dead man and they are posted there for the purpose to keep another from stealing Jesus' Or raising the claim that he's risen when the body was taken. But let me tell you this. The Lord will move heaven and earth to accomplish his will. If God has made you a promise in your life, there's nothing or anyone that can stop it. That's what you need to know first of all. If God says he's going to do something for you, there's nobody that can stop it. I don't care if they told you a hundred times they are. If God says it's going to be done, it's going to be done. So you don't have to get all upset and bothered because you're having a hard time in life. If God has made you a promise, he'll carry it forth and he'll do it. There's nothing too hard for God. There's a great earthquake and the Bible says that an angel shows up on the scene. Point two, the women, the angel, and the guards and the empty tomb. The angel that was dispatched from heaven came, the Bible says, rolled the stone away and was sitting upon the rock. Note very carefully. There are words of comfort that are spoken to the women. He has risen, we read. He is not here. But the Bible says about the guards, they became just like dead men. Why is this important? Because whenever there's opposition to the Lord Jesus Christ, get this, you never hear in the Bible words of encouragement. You never hear the words, fear not. You don't hear the words, all is well. But with those who have a pure motive, who are seeking the Lord, you hear the words, fear not. He is not here. Go tell his disciples. The angel did not come to roll back the stone in order to let Jesus out, but so that the women could go in. And the others to see that he is not here. That's why the stone was rolled away. Not to keep Jesus in or to let him out, because the Lord is not restricted with material things at this point. The guards are mentioned in Matthew as almost as a side note. Oh, like, by the way, they became like dead men. Now, in the book of Luke, Luke records that there are more than two um, angels. And in fact, if you look at the story there, which we're not going to do, you will note that there seems to be an angel here. But there's also angels later that are inside the tomb sitting where Jesus is. When you look at the word of God, there are times and details at times when the Lord will give or the, the author will focus on one detail and it doesn't mean that it didn't happen but it just means that he didn't and he didn't include that part of the information he just included this because that was his focus and some people believe because when there is between let's say the gospels a different scenario that somehow it doesn't coincide no it's just that the writer chose to focus on this so the not so when they don't mention something it doesn't mean that it did not occur it just means that this was his focus and this is the matter of Matthew Matthew is The only one that appears who mentions what happens to the guards. Mark, Luke, do not. When the stone is rolled away, the angel tells the women, go tell his disciples to meet me in Galilee. While they are going, the Bible says that Jesus himself meets them. Isn't it interesting that the Lord revealed himself to the women before he did the men? Isn't it interesting why? I think they are rewarded because they were at the cross. They were observing from a distance all that had happened. They went early in the morning figuring out how are we going to anoint Jesus' body and add these spices. It's almost as if the Lord gave them a special blessing, what he did, and said, Now go tell my disciples to meet me in Galilee, like I said before. And they went on their way rejoicing because of the resurrection. Of Jesus. I'm going to bring this to a close in about two minutes. While they are going, the guards also go. But they go back to the chief priests and they said, Listen, when we signed up for this job, we did not sign up for this. There was a being from a different place. It was so scary. Our weapons, we, we, we dare not raise our weapons, we all fell as dead men at the sight of this being. And let me tell you this, that man Jesus, he is not in the tomb. The very thing you told us to do. Now now listen, I, I don't know where for some of my fellows went, only a few of us are coming to tell you. But listen, he's not there and I want you to know we are never doing this again. The religious leaders told them, tell you what, you tell them that the disciples came and stole the body. They said, what? Uh, this is my, my version. <laughs> Pardon me? The disciples? This, I ain't telling them that and lose my life. Pilate's going to hear about this. No, no, no. We, we, will, we will make sure that Pilate... He knows that you guys fell asleep, but it's okay. We will vouch for you. And listen, we'll pay you a lot of money. Man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, we, we'll, we'll pay you a lot of money. And they said they gave them a large sum. And I imagine when they started paying, they, they said, that ain't enough. <laughs> got to give more than that. And whatever the amount was, it was enough for them to finally say, okay, we'll go on with this story. But we know what really happened. (laughs) The Bible says that they took the money and began to spread that story. Now understand this. How could the disciples overpower a Roman army? How would they be able to move that huge stone? If the Roman guards were asleep, get this. How come they didn't wake up with all that noise? If you begin to logically go through some of the reasons, you think, wait a minute. How could this be? The disciples were scared. They would have been killed. These were trained warriors, the Roman soldiers. Here are the disciples. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Absolutely not. But the story, the resurrection, is the greatest event recorded throughout history. And today, let me tell you the body is not there, he's risen. Today, he's at the right hand of the Father in heaven with all power, all glory, and all victory. Death could not keep him in the grave. So let me just tell you this. I don't care what anybody tells you. He is risen. May God bless you. May God bless you. Brother George. Amen.